Hi, I'm Susie, and I have pink hair. And I'm Alexis, and I'm wearing Crocs. Crocs and a hat covered in pins. And you're listening to Jawbreakers, the universe's best podcast. The universe's best podcast. Every episode, we look at celebrities and musicians to find fun little tidbits and conspiracies you won't see in magazines. We follow snack food mascots like Mr. Peanut and the Keebler Elves to make sure they're staying in their lane. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. Jawbreakers. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's Susie. This week, it's just me and not Alexis talking to special guest. Her name is Ray. She knows about Halsey. And being that me and Alexis know nothing about Halsey, we thought we should bring in an expert on the subject. However, if you do want to hear Alexis's voice, next week's episode is already available on Patreon because we finally launched a Patreon. So if you want to hear next week's episode after you listen to this one, you can go and all the tiers have early access to episodes. So for as little as $2, you could potentially hear next week's episode and all episodes a week early from here on out. Please do that. There's also fun other rewards on Patreon. I've been making wallpapers for your phone. Um, There's backstage content as well as stuff related to making stop motions. And, yeah, that's all going to be, you know, releasing, building up over time. It's still relatively new, but there is already things on there. So, if you want to hear next week's episode, patreon.com slash nermernermer. Or you can find that in the link tree in the show notes. You can find it in the link tree as linked on the Instagram at nermernermer. It's all there. You can find it. Look up Nerma Nerma. No one else has the handle. It's just me. So do that. Also, if you want to send us an email, Nerma Nerma Network at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Send us a voice memo if you want. Send us a, a written text. Um, you can also DM us, of course, but it just seems less fun to me. So send us an email, Nerma Nerma Network at gmail.com. Visit the Patreon. Um, and for now, let's learn about Halsey, or appreciate Halsey if you're already a fan. So I never really listened to them, and now I have. So I'm 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 intrigued to say the least. So yeah, enjoy the episode. So I have been. I've had a Halsey document in our, like, Google Drive for months, but I've never, like, listened to Halsey, and I don't know, like, neither has Alexis, so I'm like, all right, I need somebody who's actually listened to Halsey to talk about this, because I thought that I could just wing it. We've done it a few times, but it usually ends up trash, so. Interesting. Okay, yes, I have listened to Halsey. Um, I wish I listened to her when I was, like, 15 or 16, because it really just... I know it would have hit even harder, 
but yeah, no, I definitely, I feel like I'm the person for this challenge. I accept. Great. So they just had a new album. Mm-hmm. Also, okay, Wikipedia uses she, her pronouns the whole time. And then, like, towards the bottom is, like, Halsey sometimes uses they pronouns because that's how Wikipedia rolls. And I was a little bit peeved. But- yes. She also spoke out about that being pretty peeved because it's in their bio. Like, it's... And I'm pretty sure that was an interview question. And so they were kind of just like, um, hello, like, <laughs> these are my, these are my pronouns. And yeah. okay. So, but yeah, they've been very vocal about that, which I think is cool. Just to get more of a read on like what else you like. I have a list of artists and see how you feel about them. There's no sure. wrong answers. Yeah. I'm okay. just wondering. Sure. Starting with Taylor Swift. Thoughts? <laughs> okay, listen. Do I know all of the words to every Taylor Swift song ever? Absolutely. Of course. Am I going to say that out loud, unsolicited, just off the dome? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think I think she's interesting. As a person, as an artist, also interesting. I really, if she just stopped at 1989, that album, and then just disappeared Mm. off the face of the earth, I wouldn't have been mad. It might be okay. Yeah, honestly. But listen, old Taylor Swift hits. New Taylor Swift, I don't really know. But, um, yeah, I I haven't listened to it, but I haven't listened to her like folksy looking ones from last year. I really liked Lover. But I haven't, like, I can't listen to it now. I also, I've been a little bit, like, put off ever since she decided that she was, like, an ally to everybody. Because she spent so long not being an ally to anybody. And then her excuse for it was that she wasn't allowed to in, like, country industry. And I think that's kind of, um, not true. Yes, absolutely. And that's honestly my biggest problem with Taylor Swift is she wasn't, like speaking out about anything until she really had to, until she was going to lose a lot of her fan base. Um, yeah. Which is like, that never sits right with me ever. But, and then also with her folklore albums, it's weird because she's like telling stories through song, through music, but a lot of the stories that she's telling aren't from her perspective. So there are some songs that sound, <laughs> which is like weird, but there are some songs that sound gay because she's yeah, that Betty Swift. song. I listened to it once and I was like, okay, cool. Right. But- we were like, okay, Miss Swift, are we getting some, some LGBTQ representation? No, it's from the perspective of a guy, but being right. sung by a girl. So it's like, uh, uh, you didn't need to do this. Nobody asked for this. So, yeah, that's yeah. In general, though, I'm like, of course, the hits are still hits. Oh, at absolutely. the end of the day, absolutely. Uh, do you ever listen to Young Blood? I tried out listening to his stuff. I'm not as big of a fan as I thought I would be, but I think I just need to try again. I <laughs> Young Blood. If you listen to it, I don't know. I had like a couple weeks where all I could listen to was like the Youngblood album that was out at the time. And then I've never listened to it again. And it's just so like 
teenager emo. What was it? Oh, it's called 21st Century Liability. The, the, like, he has a song called Eulogy. Like, it's so on-the-nose emo, but it's kind of hilarious and kind of fun if you're feeling really angsty. But I know Youngblood and Halsey were buds or dating or something at one point. Yeah, or something. I don't really know or what. Or something. Lord? Ah, too sad for me. I understand the hype. Totally get it. She's very mm-hmm. talented, but I'm not always in the mood to cry. Yeah. So. I haven't been talented. on the Lord train since the first album. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, great. You're still doing stuff. Yeah, good for her. Uh, 21 Pilots, any thoughts? Another miss? Yeah, honestly, I tried to get into them. Again, I see the hype. There are some songs mm. that I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I can vibe with this one. But as an artist, like, the majority, I'm like, eh, miss. 21 Pilots is really confusing, I think. I but agree. if you like them, you like them. But they're, like, confusing. Yes. Agreed. Alanis Morissette. We love some no. Alanis, okay? Oh, I was like, <laughs> no! Obviously, Alanis is the best. But also, I just read that as a Halsey inspiration. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, to be honest, I have to be in a specific mood for Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah. But, um, very nice. Very good. Very talented. Vocal range, amazing. 10 out of 10. I almost wish she was still around. Maybe I just like, yeah. I mean, she still exists, but she doesn't like make hits. But like, does she? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Phoebe Bridgers. I know Alexis likes Phoebe Bridgers. Do you know anything about Phoebe Bridgers? Um, she was on a song with the 1975 that I really like. I love the 1975. They're my favorite everything ever. Um, oh, nice. I've only met people who are all in on the 1975. I've never met a casual fan. Yes. They, oh my goodness. They're my everything. I could talk about them forever, but, um, Phoebe Bridgers, I listened to her most recent album and was not impressed. I kind of have a thing where it's like, you know, I already have Taylor Swift, you know, sad white lady. Mm-hmm. I don't need Billy Eyelash. I don't need who are we talking? Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> no need, you know. You think Billy Eilish fills the same hole? I guess they all you're saying they all do? I haven't thought about it. They're all just pop. Uh, I don't know where Phoebe Bridgers is. I literally don't know anything about her. Yeah, I think she's more indie, but it's still just like sad, why don't you love me kind of stuff. And I'm like, uh, I don't need it. That's kind of, um, I feel like I don't need Lana Del Rey. Okay, fair. Fair. Because I also, I mean, I used to listen to her, used to love her, and then she went on her whole, like, white woman sad story victim thing last year, and so then I was like, okay, cut the cameras, this is embarrassing. Um, Yeah, I remember seeing, she had something about, like, an album cover that was weird or something, I don't know. I almost get, like, MAGA vibes from Lana Del Rey. Absolutely. Not explicitly, but like a... It's definitely implied. Back. 
a bunch of Lana Del Rey fans want her to be in the Elvis movie that's coming out next year. They want her to be Priscilla Presley. And I'm like, for why? Does she know what year she lives in? Uh, right. She's, in my personal opinion, I feel like she's kind of out of touch. And we didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, what until, I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of just like, oh. You know, like, at first it was cool. It was part of her aesthetic. And then she, we just realized that she wasn't. It's actually the whole thing. Right. It's who she is. She's not here. Right. So. Like, I feel like Amy Winehouse had kind of an old-timey aesthetic. Oh, for sure. I, mean, I don't really know. We didn't get to do too many interviews with her, ultimately. But. Right. Yeah. Don't know where she'd be at in a post-Trump world. But. Yeah. Oof. Maybe I'm glad to not know. Yeah, me too. Um, and then I had Imagine Dragons on this list as a joke, and that's the entire list. I don't know if you like... <laughs> okay. Unironically, their first album was so good. I and- liked it. I was in high school. Yeah! I had a great time. It was so good. And then anything after that, I was like, oh... This is the Nickelback of the 21st century. It really is. No, yeah. that's a perfect way of putting it. Like the it made it to the top of the charts. Mm-hmm. We all listen to it, mm-hmm. and now if it comes on, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, turn it's it like, off. Right? It's like don't sing along. Don't like singing along is social suicide. Don't do it. Like <laughs> don't put on a playlist. Right? Exactly. And Please like, every, no. yeah, everything after that, I just wasn't impressed with, to be honest. But I've heard that not their most recent album because I, I think they came out with an album this year but their album for really? a couple of years yeah i'm like why but why? yeah but their the album before that i heard was actually really good so i i don't know if that's true but yeah i mean oh they had they were apparently on the suicide squad soundtrack with lil wayne and wiz khalifa there's a song with Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, and Imagine Dragons. Not yeah, enough. I'm gonna have to respectfully decline. <laughs> it just that soundtrack is uh, it's a little much. I kind of like that it's that uh, Twenty One Pilots is on there too. I think, right? I think so. Yeah, they had a big one from that one. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Bohemian Rhapsody, as performed by Panic at the Disco, is also on there. <laughs> bangers only suicide squad why <laughs> who did this that's a great question can i speak to their manager please can i speak to the manager of the entire movie franchise yeah please i almost saw the second one someone asked me to go and then i ended up getting busy that day i would have seen it i heard it was good actually soundtrack i might say otherwise but i heard the movie was good when i bought I, my hair ended up pink because I went to Walmart and they were splat was collaborating with Suicide Squad and there was a Pete Davidson themed bleach. And I was like, okay, I need that. And then I got it. And then it was fucked up. Like it was one box of splat bleach. Oh no. So then I had to like go do the whole bleach again and then I dyed it because it was hard to recover from the Pete Davidson bleach. So it's Suicide Squad's fault. Yes. Can we sue? Mm-hmm. We should be suing. Yeah, somebody somebody should probably apologize on behalf of the franchise, but Absolutely. Yeah. I need an email. And then free splat for life. 
Uh, yeah, that's all I've ever wanted is free splat for life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just listened to the new Halsey album. I've never listened to Halsey as a standalone artist. I've only listened to them when they show up on other people's songs, like the okay. Chainsmokers song. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised when it popped up with the alternative label because I had no idea. Yeah. But it's literally produced by two guys from Nine Inch Nails, and it sounds like it. Yes, it does. And I think that really just speaks to Halsey as an artist because the first two albums, you know, it's like angsty pop stuff, whatever. Right. The third album, Manic, which is really what just like blew Halsey out of the water for me as an artist is like every song is a different genre. And mm-hmm. it which is just like mind blowing to me. Like she has some rock on there, she has some country on there, she has pop on there obviously. But then this album I wasn't really know like I didn't know what to expect. And I mean I, I feel like I should have known based on just like the concept, like the album art. You know, mm-hmm. but I was kind of just like okay, Halsey, where are you going with this? Where are you going? And the places she went I'm so happy she went there and I hope she stays there for a while because it it really just sounds so good. I was pleasantly surprised. I had no idea what to expect and it's, it's pretty good. I will listen to it again, which I can't say about everything that I listen to. So absolutely. Yes. And then also like, cause I can judge an album based on how many songs I can put in a playlist or put in a variety, like different playlists Mm-hmm. And for Manic, there's probably like two or three songs that I have in one playlist. But for this album, there's probably like six or seven songs that I have across my playlists. And I think that's just amazing. Like, how do you do that? That's almost all of the album. Yeah, that's true. Let's see. It's got, yeah, it's got 13 tracks on it. Yeah. I thought I had more because I are they kind of long songs? It's over it's forty three minutes for thirteen tracks. Hmm. Let me take a look. I don't know if that's I might be lying to myself. The album art is incredible. I had to like Google it to see what was up. Yeah. She's pregnant, first of all. Or mm-hmm. she had a she had a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recently. This came this was um I assume the picture was before the baby was born. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she premiered it at the MoMA. And then, like, walked around pregnant just staring at shit, which I love that. I love a good <laughs> pregnancy bit. Like, not everyone can do it, literally. No. And then- yeah. <laughs> and make it work for them. Like, some people, it's like, ah, oh, she was pregnant and just terrible. But she, she was glowing. I never understood that before when people said that about pregnant people. I was like, what the heck? But now I get it. Now you've seen Halsey. Yes. The MoMA. I have. And now I understand. The only pregnancy to ever matter. Like, look at her. Um, I was surprised that sometimes the image is edited so that the baby is, like, covering the exposed nipple. But, like, I read that and then I had to dig for it because no one uses the, the, like, censored one. Which I think is good. But I think her team made the, made the censored one just in case somebody wanted to put it up on a radio station. Uh, it's funny because she's, it's clearly, like, a baby nipple. Like, it's not, 
I mean, even if she was trying to do a sexual presentation of her nipples, it would be allowed. But it's like, even beyond that, this is a non-sexual presentation of a nipple. So fuck off. Yeah. And I'm kind of surprised that. Yeah, really. (laughs) I'm surprised that she even has like a censored version. Because she kind of seems like, why? It's a nipple. You know? Especially like since she's pregnant. You know? Yeah. But um, Lil Nas X is pregnant. He hasn't covered his nipples. Right. Exactly. Consistently, both nipples are out. So, yeah. What's the deal? Um, but also, this cover of the album, she was styled by um, his name is Law, and he styles Zendaya. He styles that other girl from that chess show. Oh, the Queen Queen's Gambit. Yes, yes. Styles her, um, and he he's also on a show called Legendary on HBO Max, which is a like ballroom drag kind of competition show with Megan The Stallion. It, he's amazing as as a stylist. He does amazing work. I have been making a list of what to watch when I get a free trial of HBO Max. So it's yes, been yeah. There are two seasons currently. It's very good. Very good. Uh, what does Megan the Stallion do on the show? Is she Does she act? No, she's a judge too. Oh, it's a show like that. Yeah, it's like a competition show. I think because we just said Queen's Gambit, so I was like, oh, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, And then like for the finale of both seasons, she's like performed on there and the second season performance that she does is so good Mm, been renewed for a third season yes so halsey was styled by that you know what's funny is so i guess there's um a movie that goes along with this album Mm -hmm. and it's impossible to watch had i known that it was in the theater i would have maybe tried to go because it's an interesting thing but it already passed. All the theater dates passed. It was like a one-time. There were some in Pittsburgh, but no. Yeah, I didn't uh, make it to I, it I assume it'll stream at some point. So oh, guaranteed. I feel like it would be dumb. People I mean, have to see it. Yeah, it would be beautiful to have it be like a one-time thing that only, like, cool, great. Love that for the experience. But also... But you made the whole thing. Right. You want people to see it. Right. And I'm ready. So. Now I get it. Now I understand. I didn't know what I was like by going, you know, I'd have to drive two hours and like pay the money and like all that stuff. But I didn't really know what I was signing up for to like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know what kind of movie it was. Well, they I- did that before the album was released, right? Yeah. So, like, you'd really be taking a risk on Halsey. Exactly. And also I should have just gone though, because at the one that I was going to go to, she showed up. Oh. <gasps> She just showed up wow. at one of the ones in LA. And I was like, that could have been me. I could have been there. I done goofed. You had no idea. I know. How could you know? And you think it's never going to happen. And then it does. And it's like, oh. Okay, great. Yeah. I was on a web. I just clicked a random website that was like, watch on Netflix.com or something. And it was like, is Halsey's thing available to stream? And I was hoping it would tell me like, you can buy it or something to watch it, mm-hmm. which is not available yet, but pending. Mm-hmm. And it said, <laughs> it's not on Netflix, but in the meantime, you can watch related show, The Queen's Gambit. 
And that's the only reason I was able to name that show just now when you said the chess show because but I'm like what is it? I kind of get it cuz she's like the Victorian era styled on this cover. I've never seen the Queen's Gambit. Me neither. I thought it was an interesting thing to pull out of a hat to put on this website. That is interesting. Related. That is very interesting. We did find one connection, but that's a really weak connection to watch an entire show about chess people. <laughs> really? That's hilarious. Yeah, let's see. Let me look at this track list again. I was yeah, trying to yeah, pay yeah. attention to the names. It's called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, which I'm obsessed with. Absolutely. It's a great name. Mm-hmm. And similarly, there's a song called I'm Not a Woman, I'm a God. Also good. Yeah, what are your favorites? Do you have any? I liked that one a lot. I liked, um... You Asked for This, I kind of liked. Mm. I'd have to probably listen to it again to be able to fully name it. What is Lilith about? Because I guess in the movie she's like a queen named Lilith or something. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the lore is. Yeah, so... What I do know about Lilith is that she, or maybe it's not like the same Lilith. It might be a different Lilith. I don't know. But there was a Lilith in the Bible, I'm pretty sure. Is that the one who told What's-His-Face to cut his hair? Mm -mm -mm. In the Hebrew Bible, Lilith is a demonic figure. Supposedly the primordial she-demon and the, and alternately first wife of Adam. Excuse me. Adam got divorced? What is this? Mother of Adam's demonic offspring follow his, following his separation from Eve. Huh. Did not know this about this name. Yes. She's technically know. Lucifer's wife. She's ah, Adam's yes. ex-wife. There it is. Queen of Hell. Not bad. Oh, she looks dope. She has red hair. Yeah, I'm actually looking at pictures of her right now, too. She would beat Eve up in a fight. Not saying right. they should fight, but... But if they maybe. did... <laughs> I know, like, a handful... Not a handful. Like, three people whose chosen name is Lilith. Mm. And now I'm like... Hmm. I would definitely say that is not a coincidence. Yeah, like, that doesn't sound... That <laughs> sounds like there's a reason that this would be... This song is angsty, but somehow not angsty at the exact same time. It's kind of upbeat. It's kind of like um, like a Lily Allen type deal. <gasps> Absolutely! I love Lily Allen. I do too. So I first responded to your Instagram story because you had thoughts on every single song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a favorite? Do you I have, have a all favorites? I have a bunch of favorites. Um, Bells in Santa Fe, the second song, I think is so beautiful. I would listen to symphonies perform that song for the rest of my life if I could. It's so good. Um, Easier Than Lying, the third song, super good. Very relatable to, I feel like, everyone who's interested in a man ever. Darling is good. And, like, that one's, like, a nice, like, sweet, like, ah. Um, eleven twenty one is about the day that she found out that she was pregnant. I was wondering that. I was like, this number's too random. It must be something. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what it's about. And it's, it's like surprisingly angsty, I feel like, because on Manic, her song More is about when she miscarried and how bad she wants to be a mom. And this is like the, like the exact opposite of that. This is like, yeah, I'm finally a mom. Like, I love my kid more than life itself. So it's just like, whoa. Like, you get the sense that she loved her kid before her kid even got here in more. And now that, like, she has a kid, you know, and, like, that's when she found out that she was pregnant. She's like, hell yeah, I'm pregnant. Hell yeah, I'm going <laughs> to have this kid. It, it's, it's so good. My favorite song, though, is probably Honey. Why is that? It just sounds like 90s grunge to me, but sung by a woman. And it's about a woman, too. And I really just, I love the whole aesthetic. Like, I think the whole album, like, every song tells a different story, I feel like. And I feel like I can imagine, like, different movies, like, where each song would fit. And this one is just, like, coming-of-age movie 90s girl realized that she discovered like she discovers that her man ain't shit and then like falls in love with her girl best friend and then they go and like cut each other's hair and then they're like they key his car all this amazing stuff <laughs> that's what i imagine when i'm listening to honey it's like it's a very cinematic album like i completely understand how she'd be able to make a oh, movie yeah. to go with it oh yeah and what's crazy too is like the time period that the movie is set in, like Victorian era, whatever, I feel like she could have set it in the 90s and it still would work. Or she could have set it in the 60s and it still would have worked. You know, like there are so many, like, oh, she's just so talented. I can't even believe it. Do you ever listen to Joanna Newsom? No, who's that? So Joanna Newsom has... What is that album called? Oh, it's not on Apple Music. I don't think any of her music streams because, you know, Edgelord. But yes. she does, um, she often dresses like very Victorian and she has like huge storytelling albums. But there's a song, I don't know how, or there's an album, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's just YS. It might be Yees. I think it's supposed to be a word. Mm. But. That one has a lot of, like, like she has a whole song about her sister, and it's, like, about sitting by the river and all this, but it kind of reminds me of a, a similar, it's similar to me in that I can, like, picture an entire scene with listening to it. Yeah. Also, I Joanna Newsom is married to Andy Samberg for no reason. From oh, what? Um, from Lonely Island in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, like, such a funny mashup, because he's not uh he's not known for his deep lyricism absolutely not <laughs> what in the world i just like the thought of her hearing i'm on a boat and being like that's my guy yeah really, that maybe that's what sealed the deal for her she was like oh my god he's a genius he's a genius he, yeah oof they have cute pictures together it seems like they're doing great but it does get me interesting and I also can't tell which one of them married up, if that makes sense. Like, she is less well-known, but he has, like, lower-brow content. But he's, like, a household name, pretty much. I'm looking her up. Let me see. 
I mean, they're both pretty. They've been married for like almost a decade. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Looking at this picture of them, I don't. And know she plays the harp. Yes, she does. Hmm. Oh my goodness! How are all these pictures? Okay. Her music is on YouTube. If you ever want to check it out, I don't. But I really don't think it streams. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely be looking into her. She's pretty harp lady. Um. I'll tell you my least favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. The tradition. It sounds like slavery. <laughs> That's just, like, not that appealing. Right. Let me look. And you know, like everyone's like, what Ray, what does that mean? What does that mean? Listen to the song. I don't even mean like the lyrics, just the actual song itself. Sounds like slavery. I might have to sit with that one. Yeah, I'm like trying to not play it too loud so it doesn't record. And then the lyrics aren't throwing up any red flags for me, but. No, yeah. And I think the lyrics are. You just said it's the sound. It's not. Yeah. There's just something like chilling and haunting. And I think that's kind of the point. Because I think it opens the the album. It's the first song. Right. And it, it just details, like, I feel like what's the word kind of like power struggle between like a girl and the patriarchy and like specifically like a couple men in general, I think, or in like specifics. So like, I get it, but I don't like it. I did. It doesn't sit right with me for some reason. I definitely skip that one every time. And it's the first album. And it was the first song. And it sucks too, because I feel like the songs flow into one another so perfectly you know that you kind of i was surprised by that yeah so you kind of have to listen to the first like the song before to kind of really understand like how this is all set up and again i don't know how she does this i don't know how she does anything that she does she's amazing yeah just jumping into the album like the second song in doesn't hit the same so you do have to listen to the first song but it sounds like slavery so I was surprised that they flowed into each other so well partly me again because I didn't know what an album of hers would sound like and I've been kind of disappointed with albums I've been let down (laughs) like I I remember I was excited for Ariana Grande to release an album and then once she did I was like why was I excited for this like the singles are good and the album as a whole makes no sense and most of it is throwaway Absolutely. And I honestly, I think that has a lot to do because I was excited too. I love me some Ariana Grande when she's not being a culture vulture. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I think honestly, that album really lacked depth. It was just another album about sex, which is like, okay, Ariana, anybody could do this, baby. But I want to know you. I want to know your heart. I want to know like why you fell in love with this man that we randomly you know, that you got married to suddenly. Like, tell me about your romance. Tell me about your life. Tell me about your struggles. Instead yeah, of just what's this- that guy about? Right! I want to know him too, but no, instead you just got 34, 35. I don't want to do math with you, baby. I don't. <laughs> We're good on that. Yeah. Tell me something real. Who is the person Halsey's having a baby with? Is Does he exist? He does exist. Very present in her life. Completely random. Yeah, because it was like blindside. I was looking because she it had on her Wikipedia 
who she's dated and like last year she dated Evan Peters for a month or something and then and then it was like some name I never recognized yeah having yeah. a baby right I think he's like a photographer or something something kind of like behind the scenes and oh yeah it said like uh script writer or something oh yeah exactly something yeah that nobody would really know him for like if i saw him on the street wouldn't know the guy i think i did find it as kind of a surprise because if you see interviews where she's talking about her relationship with evan peters they're in love they're happy you know and then i think it was during the the protests last summer he said some weird stuff so I'm not surprised by that. Right. Right. Exactly. And so she broke up with him. And then she was quiet. You know, like all she was talking about was social justice, social justice. And then boom, she's suddenly pregnant, suddenly with this man. I don't know. I think they're kind of endgame, actually, because the last song on the album called, well, actually, I don't want to but- butcher it. I don't know what it's called. Mm, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it starts with a Y, I think. Right? Yeah. I mean, in yeah, Amer- I in English, I guess we would call it Ya Aberne or something. But it, however, yeah, beats me. But it's Arabic and it means you bury me, which pretty much is saying just like it would be or it, this says hope that they will die before another person because of how difficult it will be to live without them. And that's not only talking about her child, but her partner as well. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know your love was that deep because we haven't seen this guy. I've never seen him. Yeah. Right. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page in the Bible of if someone's important. Right. Exactly. Like, literally, who is this clown? But good for you. The fact that he's, like, in the... this, I feel like this works for people, especially people who have had high-profile relationships, to find somebody who's in the industry but not a celebrity. I feel like yes. that happens. Yeah. Like, they get it, they've seen how it goes down, but they're not, it's not Brad and Angelina. Or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Especially because, like, I feel like being an artist and being a performer is very kind of, like, volatile, you know? Like, it's not very stable. And I think Halsey has done that in the past, you know? Like, she dated Maddie Healy from the 1975, and that was a mess. She dated, what's that guy? Machine. Did she machine? Oh yeah, it's like, dude, I could not tell you the difference between G Easy and Machine Gun Kelly. Most I know, I almost got so. them confused too. But yeah, she dated him, and that did not work out well, you know. And so I think this is like the perfect kind of. He gets it. He gets the artistry. He gets the business. He gets the industry without all of the crazy, like you know, concerts every night and drugs and all this stuff. And he's not being chased by pap- paparazzi exactly exactly because we don't even know what he looks like i mean we could google him but wouldn't know if he was at the club and i was too and you can see that in ariana grande's relationship as well who is that guy oh yeah exactly yeah honestly who is he legit i would love to know who that man is but like she's dating pete davidson and he addresses it on fucking saturday night live like that's rough yeah, I'm getting the sense that this is this relationship is working for Halsey. I mean, I would freaking hope so because they have a kid together. But, you know, Kaylani had a kid with a guy and they're not together anymore. I did so. not know Kaylani had a kid. 
Really? Yeah, she's almost I'm, two, I think. Not paying much attention to her. Ariana Grande's husband is a real estate agent. Right, and it's like, where... Did he, did he sell her a house? What's going on? I would love to know. See, and that's that's what would have been nice in the Positions album. Tell me your meat cute. You have Taylor Swift over here. <laughs> has a whole album about this man. And it's like, okay, we get it. Taylor, we got it. You're in love with this man. Congratulations. That's another but, one. We don't really know who that guy is. Like, right, she and dated it, a bunch of people who we knew and got a lot of shit for it. And then... Yeah, and then guy. suddenly date somebody who is like, where did you find this guy? And now she's happier than ever, allegedly. Uh, okay, Taylor Swift's person is an actor, but I in suspect Britain, though, I think. only known in the UK, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he starred in such films as a bunch of shit I've never heard of. Exactly. Oh, he was in Harriet. Oh. I wonder what he played in Harriet. Well. <laughs> yeah, maybe, he, maybe he was a slave. <laughs> you think? I think? No. Yep, probably. Let's yeah. See. Oh, Harriet's former owner. Cool. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Taylor Swift. Come on, man. I was. Listen. I'm going to blame her for that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to be doing the same thing. Taylor Swift. There was one time there was one time Alexis and I got on this kick of like Googling a bunch of people's like listed inspirations after we saw the list of Taylor Swift's inspirations and they were like all older white people and also like so surprising in that there was like very little diversity within genre or demographic of who she listed as inspirations but also that she didn't have any contemporary artists that inspired her because a lot of people are inspired by people either similar in age or like similar in like you know that they're around that they meet and she had nobody like that and so alexis and i were just like sitting at the kitchen table googling for like an hour and we couldn't find anybody else who did that like everybody else has like somebody else who's on the chart at the same time as them or like people from all kinds of shit almost everybody has at least one rapper like (laughs) taylor swift just had like dolly Parton, and who else i don't remember but it was like hmm you've never said in an interview that anybody else just really just like dixie chicks or what like (laughs) so yeah that that was I think I dug too deep on Taylor Swift and now I can't anymore. Maybe if I'd be if I'd stayed a passive fan, maybe I could have stayed, but And I think that's what's so hard is like Taylor, she made it so her fans had to take a stance before she did. Which is just weird. It should not be that way. I did not like that. Yeah. It, and it ugh. it just like it was like you waited until Drag Race was like an award-winning show to say that you were okay with gay people. Like you waited until it wouldn't be controversial. That controversial. Right. You wanted to make sure you wouldn't lose fans and that's like kind of disturbing. Exactly. Because it shows that shows me that you align with the fans that you didn't want to lose. If you didn't want to lose them that badly. Like, oh, you must you must think kind of the same. It's a little weird, yeah. buddy. It's a little strange. A little oh, Taylor. Yeah, I prefer people who are making music just I don't know. Just feels dishonest. 
That's it all. does. Yeah. That's it. No biggie. Leslie Odom Jr. was in the Harriet movie, too. I didn't see it. I didn't see it after a, a customer at the coffee shop came in a little too excited about it um, in a way that was like, Interesting. I don't know. She was very proud of herself for seeing it. And I was like, it's just a movie about Harriet Tubman. But yeah, I didn't even see it. If right. It's and again, it's another. It. I'm not doing anything. I didn't see it either. I'm just not into the whole like historical reenactment type shit. I don't care. <laughs> That's really funny. I, I, I really don't. subscription on who? The thing, I don't know how you feel about this, but the thing about like how many slave movies there are is I don't like that people, like actors end up just, they're still playing slaves and slave owners to this day and like that's only going to go on a black actor's resume that they were a slave like i just even i was watching the great gatsby the other day and no no no, i was watching moulin rouge i think and like it's set in the 1910s so there's like a few black people in it they don't have speaking parts because in the 1910s these people aren't going to be running the club that they're at and it's like you didn't have to set this. You don't. You don't have to keep making movies in this time period. You don't. You're making no. people's current resumes reflect our history. We don't have to keep doing it, but they do. that's a great way to put it. Actually, I've never thought about that. Because to me, I'm just like, okay, we've we've seen this before. We've literally seen all of this before. Like, hello, crack open a history book. Like, you really you read this in a in a textbook and was like, oh. Let me make this a movie. Like, if there's something new, if you uncover if you uncover something new, I guess there's not another Harriet Tubman movie specifically, unless there is. I mean, there's plenty of educational Harriet Tubman movies. Oh, sure, definitely, definitely. But let those speak for themselves. I don't need like a an artistic reenactment. It was slavery. What is artistic about this? And also, is it a little weird to like, I don't know. I I found out, so I have this embarrassing story of, I found out that Quentin Tarantino was white after I watched Django Unchained, because I had no idea. I always assumed he was black because all of his characters use the N-word so much. And then I watched Django and I was like, holy shit, this guy better be black. Like, I was like at a point where I was like, this, he has to be. And then I googled a picture of him and I was wrong. And he really made Leonardo DiCaprio say the N-word a lot. I'm like, why are we doing this? did. And also Leonardo was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Hold up. No. I think there was like, there was an interview or something where he was like, are we sure? This seems gratuitous. And they're like, yep. And then he did it. And then he probably got got an award for it or something. He probably did for the first time ever. So, so anyways, thank you, uh, Taylor Swift, for bringing me to this point. Before yeah, I got to really. Google the Harry Tubman movie. This is your fault. Like everything else, Taylor. Everything. Mm-hmm. I can't think of one thing that's not. This thing was happening last year. It hasn't happened to me in a while, but especially... At work, I would put on whatever station, like choose a song, create a station. 
And Taylor Swift's new music kept coming up on every playlist. It didn't matter if it was like 90s alt, 2000s pop, anything. And like just a folklore song would sneak in and it was always so out of place. And I'm trying to like jam at the coffee shop and Taylor Swift would beep, 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 beep. And I knew, I was like, somebody's somebody's paying somebody to make this happen. Maybe it's not Taylor actual Swift, but like I am not listening to enough Taylor Swift to warrant this sneaking onto my playlist this is not like my algorithm especially folklore too like that album it was I, weird that should not be on anybody's playlists for anything and I, like i'm always listening to I, I would be listening to upbeat stuff and then it would be cardigan and i'm like this is not <laughs> and it's the weird the first 10 seconds so many times yeah <laughs> It's the weirdest song too. Like who re- I I would love to know what the inspiration for that song was. Like you really she probably really did find a cardigan under her bed or something and was like, "Oh my goodness, I feel like this cardigan, this piece of clothing. Let me write a song." Goes to the studio. Now we have cardigan. Like the world is a blessed. We have the cardigan song. Great. Awesome. Could have you heard the Post Malone song with Halsey on it? I haven't. I'm like scared because I'm not a huge Post Malone person. Uh, I recently became a huge Post Malone person. I just slipped into his little world somehow. But okay. the Halsey part of the song I liked because <laughs> it's like it's I mean the whole song is about betrayal because half his songs are just like breakup songs or yep. beer songs. Mm-hmm. But her thing is like I went through your DMs and called I took all the girls home that you've been messaging behind my back pretty much. And I was like, fuck yes. And that was one of the few things I knew about Halsey before today. I was like, that is that's like by pride in a nutshell. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you, Halsey for this. This is the rep- representation I've been needing. Thank you, Halsey, yeah. for everything that you do. <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to go through your man's phone and, uh, yeah, take all the girls home. See what happens. Could you imagine? That. That's, <laughs> That's iconic. such a power move. Yeah. On a Damn. Post Malone song. On a post Malone song. Yeah, that was actually, like- I feel like a lot of his stuff is like self deprecating, like, I'm not worthy of you. And then you were dating somebody who could pull all the bitches you were talking to. For a while, I dismissed him because he has so much like toxic straight energy. Because it's just like cars and liquor yes. and basketball. Yes. I don't know how he tapped into my heart, but now I listen to Circles every day. So that is a- okay. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. It really is. Sometimes Post Malone looks cool, sometimes he looks like a weird tattooed baby, but. That is true. The only thing I know about Post Malone is that he got face tattoos because his mom told him that she didn't want him to. (laughs) And I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was so good. I watched an interview with him about the beginning of his career and he was like, I had to start making music and selling it because I couldn't afford cigarettes anymore. I needed cigarettes. It's like, you're disgusting. I love it. He said, brought to you by nicotine. Yeah, he loves cigarettes. What a weirdo. Yeah, so thank you for bringing the blessing of Halsey into my life, because apparently... 
Absolutely. Sometimes you just need a little push. Yes. And if this album doesn't get you into her, I mean, listen to her old stuff with kind of like, because if you really like this sound, you're not going to find that in Halsey's other albums. But I think that's what makes this album so beautiful and so precious is that it's so different from not only other artists, but even from Halsey's older stuff. But it's still somehow just as angsty. Like, it's definitely Halsey. I mean, her whole backstory is, like, angsty as fuck. Absolutely. And you can see that in her old stuff. It's like, oh, you can tell. Like, this is a teenager. She's struggling. She's mental health. Like, all this stuff, you know? And now it's like, okay, I have money, but I'm still this angsty little 18-year-old. You know? It's it's very good. She can, like, put polish on the like grungy homeless in the streets shit that she's been up to absolutely yes she does it well good for her yeah but yeah thank you so much for having me to even talk about halsey i love her so much she's actually what started like my music journey well like at least listening to music as deep as i do so any chance to talk about her i will were you listening to like her first albums when they were coming out no and i wish i was but i don't know what i don't know what i was doing i think i was into like my k-pop moment when she was coming out with music you know Mm -hmm. um i was not paying attention to her but then like in college when i was like 18 i was like going through some mental health stuff and also listening to the 1975 and finding out that halsey was into the 1970 like maddie healy the lead singer i was like okay let me see what halsey's about and I was, like, mm-hmm. blown away. I was, like, oh, my God. She's not just another, like, pop star. Like, she's that, too. But she also, like, has depth to her and is struggling with things. Like, deep, real things that I am also struggling with. That Chainsmoker song is kind of a misrepresentation of her whole gig. It is! It 100% is! It's very representative of the Chainsmokers. Yeah, totally. But Halsey, it's, like... Oh, she's just an airhead with who, like, I don't even know what. Like, featured on this, like, weird pop song about hookups and being a chaotic early 20s person. Like, Right. Yeah. And that's not who Halsey is at all. And I feel like, you know, that song probably brought a lot of people to her. But it's definitely not, like, that's only one side of her that I don't even think she represents or, like, showcases that often. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it no, is. Yeah. Um, we do end every episode with a fuck Mary Kill. <gasps> yes. So I have to think for a second. Okay, go for it. Take your time. Cuz I always like <laughs> somehow we have a tendency to put different amounts of respect on people. Some people don't ever make it into a fuck Mary Kill. Like we could have an entire episode about someone we like and then they're not going to be in the fuck Mary Kill cuz they don't deserve it. <laughs> but Fair enough. Okay. I'm going to say Taylor Swift. I knew that was coming. Yep. Imagine Dragons and the Chainsmokers. I want to kill all of them. Okay, no. Can't. I will marry Taylor Swift. I will fuck Imagine Dragons, kill the Chainsmokers. I think Mary, for a second I was questioning that decision, but I definitely don't want to marry the other two. I think I'm gonna fuck the chain smokers, kill Imagine Dragons. But Mary Taylor Swift. See, 
I can respect that. Because at, at least you know you're going to have a good time with the Chainsmokers, I feel like. With yeah, Imagine Dragons, I'm like, what am I going to get? I don't know. I guess I'm willing to find out. <laughs> but then Taylor Swift, at least I can fight her for the, for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah, you can argue. You can put up signs in the yard. You could hang flags. You could yes. um, you could prank her. I could shave her head house. bald in the middle of the night. You could do that. Would be a look for her. Imagine if she cut her hair. Whoa, dude! I would be terrified would of her. It. I would be terrified, but only with the utmost respect. Like I respect. Yeah, like her six so feet much. tall, shaved head. Yeah. Oh my god, the world isn't ready. No. I've never even thought about it until this moment, so. Wow. I'm scared. Yeah. Me too.